Welcome back to Apartmentalize 2022, live here at the Apartment Academy. We are with Tony Blake, of, uh, founder and CEO of Tony Lee Tony, uh, influence, uh, industry influencer, social media magnet, all things Apartmentalize <laughs> and, and, and the apartment industry. Thanks for joining us. Oh my gosh, I'm excited to be here. Love to lend my voice to this amazing conference. For those of you who are here, hey! For those of you who are not, hello! Yeah, what, um, what are you actually doing right exactly. now? Exactly, and thanks for joining us live right now so that you can get a little bit of a feel of this incredible event. I heard there's like 11,000 people here. It could be a record year. It could be. Yay. We're back. We're back. We're the industry's back. back. Yeah, and faces. All kinds of faces. No masks. It's been really, really awesome. Now, Tony, a lot of people know you, period, full stop, but a lot of people know you for the, the as a speaker, um, you have a lot of great things to say about leasing and yes. marketing. You're associated with Apartment All-Stars, all of that. But you have a, you, you, for the first time this year, you released a newsletter that was more sort of, I, I let's call it strategic or yeah. uh, that was a little different take on what people are, I think are used to hearing from you. And I want to talk about some of that. Yeah, that's my trend report. So I actually recorded my trend report this year. I normally make it available to my clients. And at the executive level, I consult with them because we always talk about what are your executive goals to teach the front line? What are we looking to move? What KPIs? What part of their performance are we looking to move? So I'm always talking with the the, um, the national teams and the executives. But my audience, my tribe, is definitely the leasing and the site teams and the managers and maintenance. I mean, those are my people. That's who I'm speaking to. Um, but this year was such a big year. So I follow trendwatching.com, uh, one of the biggest global trend watchers. I follow um, the Edelman Trust Barometer, which I've been following for about nine years. It's phenomenal. In fact, I would tell you to go back to about four years and then move forward on what's happened with trust wow. in America. Yeah. Um, because in 2018, we were the biggest global losers of trust, the USA, and, and it was industry huge loss of trust in industry and then last year um, and this year the the United States of America the most trusted was industry so there's been this huge shift where people are looking at companies and then when you look at the trends on GWI follow uh, connect the dots and some of the other resources which we'll share yeah we'll it talked those about in the links. how we're, we're literally flipping our brands inside out where they were looking last year to the companies, the executives, to make the right choices, to demonstrate character, to be socially conscientious of what's going on in our world. And then this year they're looking at our people. The brands are flipped inside out and how our people perform at customer service and in these stressful moments with this inflation rising and everything going on, how they address it is the top of the mind of the consumer today. So I, in January, when I saw all this, I started ringing the bell. I'm like, people, you're making a decision about rent that you have to live with for a year and the Russians are in Ukraine. Like, what the hell? I mean, you know, we've got all of that. We're coming out of this global pandemic and now we've got inflation. So the site teams have not had a break and the stress they're under is incredible. And the residents are coming to them saying, 
what is going on with this rent increase. Because what so, what is what what are rents rising? Okay, what did you so nationally, yeah. I would say that 18 is probably the number I most saw in the trend reports uh, reported in January. Um, and there's a ton of resources I can provide for you where where those are being uh, 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 created. Um, but here's the thing: it's that I've got clients that are doing 40% rent growth. Um, we've got markets that are at 25%, and and people don't understand it. Is 40%? the 40%? 40% revenue growth. But here's the thing I want you to get. Okay, this could be our last up year. I think inflation is going to actually trigger the next recession. I don't think hypersupply, it'll be the first time in my life, 40 years, watching multifamily, that hypersupply is not going to trigger the recession, which it almost always does. We were supposed to reach saturation in 2015, and yet here we are in 2022 building successful lease-ups with these elevated rents. And the other thing is that I had one developer tell me they had a project that didn't get sticks in the ground so they had to redo the bids it went up 37 percent cost yeah so if there's a little bit of a tick down in development and i think that some developers going i'm not building at the top of the market i'm gonna wait a while um but some builders are taking on that cost and passing it on and if you have a 37 percent increase in cost in your development you got to pass it on to the customer. So 40% is not uncommon in the rent increases that are going on right now. But most importantly, with this trend of the flipping the brand inside out where our site teams are the ones confronted, your site teams don't understand some of these operational things that are going on. And so all year long, I've been working really hard to make sure the site teams don't see it as like a golden parachute that that you've got. For the owners. For the owners. Yeah. Like that you've got, I had one property tell me that the cost of their insurance one line item was up $40,000. So executives see this. The site teams don't know it. They have consumer thinking and good Lord, there's bias against us with the rent moratorium and what the yeah. hell, you know, going on. And so all of a sudden, like, there's this bad landlord, bad, you made me pay rent during COVID and, and, and it's unacceptable. And so on the tail of that, now we're faced with this inflation. 5.9, according to the Social Security Administration currently, but we're going into about an 8.9. So you're making a decision about your rent for a year into the future. Yes. Freon is up 300%. You know, finding an appliance is a scavenger hunt. And we've got costs that we have to cover in the decisions we're making right yes. now moving in. So I literally have clients where we're doing like the COLA, the cost of living adjustment through the Social Security Administration. We're following that math and calling it a COBA, which I made up. It's it's not an official term, <laughs> but it should be a cost of business adjustment. It makes sense, doesn't it? Come on now, who's with me? All right, give me a something in the chat. But but the COBA, it just sounds good, doesn't it? Cost of business it adjustment. It's gonna catch on. It's with the southern accent. Um, but the cost of business adjustment, and we're literally showing them. We're gonna do 5.9 growth and your rent here through the end of the year. Then we're doing 8.9. And I had a client that was doing a 2% across the board rent increase. And I was like, dude, 
you're not going to pay your bills next year. Next year. So I help them and their managers understand it and completely convert. So, yes, I normally have a message for the site teams, like, let's be joyful and be fun and here's the marketing trends. But I am dedicated to multifamily housing and this is a really crazy time. And so... I wanted to use my voice to speak to the executives this year. And you haven't mentioned labor, cost of labor, no. right? Which is a significant component, obviously. Right, and, and also retention. If your employees don't understand, I asked the executives to pull like two line items. And I know NIA did a whole thing with using a $1 bill on the sense, makes sense of the cost of renting, but I want big numbers. I want the resident to hear that we just paid $575,000 property taxes on your home that if you owned a home, you would pay property taxes. Right. If you owned a home, you'd pay this. If you owned, but we paid it. And, and to take off this, I idea that we're just trying to overcharge them um, is is does not truly it's not really the truth and if our teams in the field understood it better and had a better operational vision of it I believe that they could justify it with the residents and work on the resident relations that they that they need to have yeah then I think that's really the point Tony I think that that should that listeners viewers should take away from this if they're on the executive side is uh, you know, as as operating executives, COOs and directors of operations, they understand these things. They see you see it all the time. That's right. But if they don't communicate the things you're talking about to the folks in the field who are on the front lines of presenting that rent increase right. to the residents, who then they take the slings and arrows of how dare you raise your rent on me and et cetera, right. et cetera, then they're not armed to. Uh, explain in a meaningful way why this isn't just about lining the landlord's pockets. It's about being able to provide affordable, affordable housing without losing money um, yeah. in, an, in an inflationary cycle. And it's important. I, I think it could be hurtful to your online reputation as well. I think if your site yes. teams don't manage don't this manage, yes. correctly with the right, I mean, justifiable financial information for the resident that they are made aware of and have deep clarity about. Um, I wrote, uh, I created a card game that has two decks of cards. One deck of cards has actual resident objections, like what residents are saying when they come in the office. And the other stack has points of consideration, things the residents should consider. And they shuffle the cards, and every time they turn over two cards, it creates a practice conversation. So the card game gives the site teams an opportunity to practice because you don't buy a violin and schedule a concert. The whole reason we practice <laughs> is because we build confidence. That's a and great, they need to develop confidence in that language. So my clients are really digging. Um, oh, shout out to Jamin Harkin. Um, in Atlanta because he's the one who really put me on this track and helped me to design my up series like let's let's get our teams up motivated let's get the rent up and again this could be our last up year so wherever you're at that's where you're gonna fall from so right. I completely agree with the rent growth and I think it's important I just want the site teams to be operationally aware of where that money's going and that we need it, that it's not some just market rate adjustment, that this is a strange time and we need to be growing our revenue. 
that's a that's a good message to to give to folks with the proper context right um, at a time like this so that in a year they're not in trouble uh, Tony thank you for so so much for coming on the, the apartment Academy today we're gonna let you get back to the trade show floor um, we're gonna put some of the, the resources that yes. you mentioned we'll put that in the when we post this um, for folks to watch at a later time so thank you for that as well You're and it's great to see you oh so great to see you thank you for making right. this happen and giving us an opportunity to share right from NAA back to you all and uh, we'll be up in about another half hour with another scintillating interview here at the apartment Academy Bye-bye.